Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Resilience, grit, determination, perseverance. Why do some people have it and some people don't? Why is it that some people can barrel through walls and overcome seemingly insurmountable obstacles and other people can't get the motivation to get out of bed or keep going sometimes? What is the difference? And that is what we're going to be talking about on today's episode, I'm going to share three ideas to help you be more resilient. And this was inspired from my conversation with Bianca just here recently about adding more grit to your life and how personal brands can develop that kind of grit and perseverance. Bianca's a new friend of mine. She's Jasmine Starr's sister. We got to meet through Jasmine and uh, I really enjoyed meeting her. And just the conversation inspired me to stop and say, I want to put together a specifically one tactical tool right here, right now that would help you immediately become more resilient, immediately become more perseverant. And I call this first technique, or this is going to be the, the main technique of this lesson is 30 what questions to help you find your why. 30 what questions to help you find your why. So we all know that Having a why is really important. In an episode not that long ago, I talked about kind of a refresher of something I said in the Take the Stairs book, which is that discipline becomes dormant in the absence of a dream. Discipline becomes dormant in the absence of a dream. That we we want to leverage long-term vision to endure short-term sacrifices. So the amount of our endurance, our perseverance, our resilience, our grit, whatever word you want to use for this, is directly proportional to it, to the clarity of our vision the, and uh, the clarity of our why. And 
one technique is to get really clear on, on the vision of what you want, which is actually to create a picture. And I've talked about that before, but today I want to talk about finding your why specifically. And I'm going to give you 30 what questions to find your why, because what I have found is over the course of my life and uh, my career, that a lot of people struggle to find their why, so to speak. They, they struggle to boil it down. And yet when we give them these specific tactical what questions, like when you answer these what questions, all these questions start with what, then once you go through and you answer all of these, your why sort of gets revealed out of that. So I'm just gonna run through this list, okay? These are 30 what questions to help you find your why. Number one, what issues are you most passionate about solving for the world? So just you, you answer that. What, what issues are you most passionate about solving for the world? Number two, what problems are you most capable of solving for other people? What problems are you most capable of solving for other people? That leads to question number three, which is kind of related, but a little bit different. What type of person can you serve in the deepest way? So you just think of like all the different types of people out the world and you go, what type of person, what are the makeups of, of the, the specific characteristics of somebody that I can serve in the deepest way? Number four, what are the biggest challenges that you have overcome? We've talked about this a lot in Brand Builders Group where we say that you're, you're, you're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. So what challenge have you conquered? What obstacle have you overcome? What setback have you survived? What tragedies have you triumphed over? That all comes into what are the biggest challenges you've overcome? Number five, what practical skill sets do you have that you want to develop more of? What practical skill sets do you have or do you want to develop more of? So what things do you actually want to learn? That is a hint at your why. Number six, what skills do you want to learn and master that you don't have? So this kind of goes in tandem with the previous one. So what, what are skills that you don't yet have, but that you want to learn and master? Number seven, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? I first heard Brian Tracy ask that question years ago. That's been a great one to think about. Number eight, what do you feel called to? What do you feel called to? Like, what do you feel called to do? Number nine, what places in the world do you want to visit? So now we're starting to get into the more tangible things, which often help clarify and help us codify like a big part of our why. So that's what this next little section is all about. What places in the world do you want to visit? Number 10, what type of family do you want to have? So just like when you think ahead 10 years from now, what type of family? Like how many people do you see in the family? What, what type of family? Anything you can describe about that? Number 11, what physical attributes do you want to exhibit in your body? right? What physical things do you want to maybe change or highlight or, you know, modify in your body? Number 12, what type of job title do you want to have? Like, what would your ideal job title be? Number 13, what type of clients 
would you most enjoy working with? What type of clients would you most enjoy working with? So if you had your pick of the litter in the whole world and you said, this is the, the, the specific type of person that I want to work with, what would that be? That's going to give you a hint as to what your purpose is, right? Like we believe that all of these things are hints and clues as to what your calling is. There's a reason why God made you in the way that he made you. There's a reason why you're drawn to the answers to these things. These are not bad things. They're not selfish things. They shouldn't become idols in your life, right? They shouldn't take the place of God. They shouldn't be the most important thing, but they're good things. They're beautiful things. And we believe that they are they are there for a reason and they guide you in the way that you should go. Uh, number 14, what amount of vacation would you like to take each year? What amount of vacation would you like to take each year? You might think, oh, I want permanent vacation, but the, the reality is that you probably don't. I mean, if you've ever been on vacation longer than seven days, it actually gets boring pretty quick. I mean, you can only go out to eat at like so many restaurants and sit around on the beach all day and do nothing. Like there's so many, so many days. And, and I know you're probably listening and you're like, try me, right? I'd like to have that problem, right? Where I was bored of too much vacation. So maybe you need to do that and experience that and, and realize, no, I, I want to have work. We were designed to work, right? God created work in the garden before the fall of original sin. So regardless of what your spiritual beliefs are, you know, for me, that is the source of truth is biblically speaking, work is not a part of the the curse. Work existed before the curse. Work gives us purpose. So what amount of vacation would you like to take each year? Number 15, what type of house do you want to live in? Right? Like when you think of your house, I mean, of course, maybe you have some dream mansion or something and that's fine. Like if, if that's it, but but realistically go, gosh, like how much space do I really need? What would I, what features would I really love to have? What type of house do you want to live in? 16, what city and state would you want to live in? If you could live in any city and any state, where would you want to live? What city? Just sticking with the what thing. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Number 17, what type of neighborhood do you want to live in? So is it a cul-de-sac? Is it, you know, the, the mountains? Are you by yourself? Are there people near you? Can you see your neighbors? Can you not? Like, is it really tight and close-knit? Is it gated? Is it like, you know, is it just a big open area? Can you walk to the grocery store? What type of neighborhood do you want to live in? Number 18, what type of car do you want to have? What type of car do you want to have? And I know some of these might seem shallow in terms of like, you know, or superficial, but I don't believe they are. I think that, that, these physical things give you a lot of clues and a lot of insight into the type of lifestyle that you want to have, right? Believe it or not, not everybody wants a Rolls Royce, right? Not everybody wants a Ferrari. Like, I don't want a Ferrari. 
the now I would have another Bentley. Like I I do I do some days miss my old Bentley that I sold when we started Brand Builders Group. But like the you know what what type of car would you have? Those give you clues and hints and insight into the type of maybe job you want to create or the way that you need to plan and save money. And, and you can reverse engineer that into the type of career, the type of work or the type of client you want to work with. So I think these are, you know, worthwhile questions. Um, number 19, what do you want your ideal dream daily schedule to look like? What do you want your ideal dream daily schedule to look like? So if you could like plan the perfect week and just plot it out on a calendar. Here's what I would do on Monday morning and Monday afternoon and Monday night and Tuesday. And not just like a vacation. I mean, you could have a dream vacation, but this is more of like, if this was a week that you lived on repeat, right? Going back to what I said earlier about vacation, I, believe it or not, I think a lot of people don't want permanent vacation. I, I, I have a lot of friends who have sold their businesses and, it, you know, of course it's fun for a while, be like, oh my gosh, I don't have to work again or whatever. But a lot of them go into a deep depression and they really struggle to find purpose because it's like they've had this, this focus. And then once it's gone, because work is good. Work is a good thing. It shouldn't be an ultimate thing, but work is a good thing. So what would your ideal weekly schedule look like? Number 20, what amount of money Will you need to fund the type of lifestyle that you want to have during your retirement, if you're going to take a retirement, right? Or what what amount of money would you need to have to just live your dream lifestyle might be a better way if you go, now, I'm not going to work forever and then just retire and do nothing. But if I wanted to sort of like pace it out a little bit, what amount of money do you need to fund that? Number 21, what do you want your taxable income to be? What do you want your taxable income to be? Number 22. What activities do you love that are life-giving? Life-giving. What are the activities that just, they just make you happy for no reason and you go, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't love mowing the lawn, but I do. Now, I do not, right? That is not one of mine, but like maybe it is for you or maybe it's cooking or sewing or or reading. It, reading is, is mine, right? I could sit and just read for hours. It's just completely life-giving to me. So what are the activities that are like life-giving? Number 23 is the opposite of that question. What activities do you hate doing that are life-taking? And you're not exactly sure why. And maybe some people love them, right? I mean, one mine is landscaping and gardening, right? I know some people love it. It's their thing. For me, I'm like, this is prison. Like I'm miserable. I do not want to be outside in the hot sun, sweating, like bent over, getting dirty and all. It's just like, it's just not my jam. So what are the activities that you don't like doing or the things that are life-taking? Number 24, this is a good one, okay? This is where we start to get into the type of person you need to become to have all these things that we just talked about in the last section. So I would I would classify these 30 questions. It's not equal 10, 10, and 10. But the first 10 questions are really about like, what's your purpose and your calling in life? The second 10 or, or the middle part, they're not exactly the second 10. The middle part are really questions around what type of lifestyle do you want to lead and do you want to have? And then this these last ones are kind of more about what type of characteristics do you need to develop as an individual? So number 24 would be, is what would the self-talk be of someone who had already achieved all of these things? What would the self-talk be? What would the, the mind of someone who had already achieved all of these things that you just listed out, what are the things that they would say to themselves? Because whatever those things are, are things that you 
can and should and need to say to yourself before they happen, right? Self-talk should happen in reverse. Your self-talk happens first. This is the creation principle of integrity chapter from my Take the Stairs book, that you think it, you speak it, you act, and then it happens. So first you think it, and then you speak it. So what would your self-talk be if you had already achieved all these things? Number 25, what would you have to learn to achieve the things on this list? What are the things that you would have to learn? Number 26, what person or people do you know who have already achieved the things that you want to achieve? So what person or what people do you know of who have already achieved the things that you want to achieve? What people already have the things you want to have? Those people are be the people who have the answers for you, right? So just identifying them. Number 27, which is a little bit related. What type of coaches would you need to help you to get to where you want to go? What type of coaches would you need to help get you to where you want to go, right? I mean, Michael Jordan has a coach, the greatest actors in the world. They have coaches like the the, the elite highest performing athletes and entertainers and musicians. They all have coaches. The best authors in the world have coaches. We coach a lot of them. The, the best speakers in the world, right? We coach a lot of them. Like there, there is, everybody needs a coach, like it can benefit from a coach. So what type of coach would you need to, or coaches would you need to get to where you want to go? Number 28, what behaviors do you need to stop doing? In your life, you don't even have to, you just go, these are things I'm doing. I just need to stop doing these. What behaviors do you need to stop doing? You know, things that have shown up for me over the years has been like drinking alcohol, eating sugar, staying up late. Like these are things as I've gotten older, it's like, I just need to stop. Like, I just need to stop doing this. So what are they for you? Number 29, what behaviors do you need to start doing? What do you just need to start doing? And you go, you know what? Like plain and simple. I, this is, I need to just start doing this. I know for whatever reason, I know that this is a, a behavior I need to start doing. And then question number 30, and this is a big one, okay? What would you be willing to give up if you knew you could have all of these things? Like, what would you be willing to trade? What would you be willing to give up if you knew you could have all of these things? Those are 30 what questions to help you find your why. Those are questions that anybody can ask themselves to immediately get clear on what your get clearer on what your why is, what your real purpose is, what your real driver is. And obviously, if you're watching this or you're listening to this, I know you probably didn't capture all that. The good news, if you go to RoryVadenblog.com, we will list, we've got these all listed out on my blog. So you can go get the full list there if you want to download it or screenshot it or whatever, um, or just, you know, play this, play this back and uh, you can listen over and over. So that is the theme of the day, 30 what questions to find your why. And when I talked about the three ideas to help you be more resilient, it's really those three sections, right? It's the first section of questions is all about understanding what purpose do I feel called to? The second set of questions is really what are the things that I want to have or do or achieve? And then the third set of questions are really about what is the type of person that I need to become? 
And if you are clear on those three things, those three sets of questions, then inside of that, as a result of that, as the the byproduct of that, you'll develop more resilience. You'll develop more grit. You'll develop more determination because now all of a sudden your brain is set on something that it wants. And now it has a reason to go out and achieve it and acquire it and make it happen. So get clear on these 30 what questions and you will find your why. And as you find your why, you will find the ability and the drive to be more resilient and more perseverant. Share this episode with someone who needs to hear it and we'll catch you next time. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.